Welcome to Far North Token. This is episode 55, April 18th, 2017. Your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Two days until April 20th. Favorite holiday of all Tokers. going to be another best bud tender showcase we have awesome bud tender from enlighten alaska victoria davis in anchorage Whew. this was a fun one one of the things that was interesting about this a lot i just do in going through the skype we've been doing uh just audio when i get with victoria um she's got some camera running too and uh, I was like, oh, you can turn it off. You don't have to. I'm just doing audio. And she's just left it running. And halfway through the interview, she pulls out this dab, starts hitting that. And I was like, yeah, let's, oh, that was a good time. So it was, it, it was nice to share a toke through Skype and have that be part of the show, too. I had a good time in this one. I just want to keep doing this. Let's just keep on interviewing people around the state and the industry, huh? What do you think? Let's get that going. All right, let's get to Davis. She's so much more enjoyable to listen to than me. Here we go. Yes, I'm a ganja planter. Call me the ganja farmer. Deep down in the earth where we put the ganja. Babylon come and light it up on fire, my child. Yes, I'm a ganja planter. Call me the ganja farmer. Deep down in the earth where we Welcome to Far North Tokers. Victoria Davis. Thank you. Yeah, it is so good to have another one of Alaska's best bud tenders nominated for the Cannabis Classic this year. Indeed, yes. So, um, one of the things that we're going for is we're trying to figure out how... How you got to this point? How did you get to be a bud tender? A lot of people are trying to be bud tenders, and they say, "How do you get involved?" Uh, I've never been a bud tender before. Not many people in Alaska have. So how how um, did you get there? What was your road? Well, actually, I had um, moved out to Michigan in about 2012, and I fell into um, working for a medical dispensary down in Grand Rapids there for about a year. Um, and then we, uh, my son and I decided that we wanted to move back home and that we missed Alaska a lot. And just so happens that right at about that time, they were just going to do there and just been kind of the waiting game since then. So now we're here, we're open. Um, and I just, I was actually really nervous because I had, you know, connections in the community down in Michigan, but I didn't really know anybody um, active up here um, getting businesses open in the community quite yet. And so I was nervous about who I was going to end up working for. And one day I ended up just calling um, calling Enlightened and asked them if they're hiring and letting them know that I had experience and, um, and such. And we ended up talking on the phone for about 30 minutes and we had really good chemistry and it just kind of went from there and 
we're very, very lucky to have such a great team, and um, they, they pieced us together quite well. So, Oh, good. Well, kind of my journey. What other jobs have you had before, before butt tending? Uh, well, I went to school for massage therapy initially um, at the beginning of my, my time there. And I actually have in injuries that kind of prevent me from working as a massage therapist. And um, working in the, the medical community um, down there in Michigan kind of opened my eyes to, you know, a lot of different benefits to cannabis that it provides for you. And so that's kind of my passion, my calling. So I'm actually back at school um, at UAA for biological sciences. Um, and we're just kind of going from there. Great. Uh, it seems like a common thread I keep hearing is a lot of the top bud tenders come from a, a medicinal side, wanting to help people. Yeah. And I've done flagging and stuff like that. I actually come from a construction um, family background. My family's in trucking, um, in logistics, all that stuff. And um, this is just kind of, this has been my passion. And so it's actually been quite um quite a journey actually even opening their minds to um to cannabis and the benefits that it provides versus just getting people stoned in the the typical um stereotype of people who use cannabis sure it's it's been a journey for a lot of us bringing others along and i'm a little youth man with that hot temper me dig up me stinking rocky launcher and in the Oh, nice. I'm glad you're token too. I'm going to join you. What are you token on there? Uh, so super, super sour lemon. Super sour lemon. Got some fireweed myself. Very nice. So, so one of your... Got there and stuff, so I was ready to kind of blaze down. Oh, right on. You're the first of the blood tenders that I've blazed with here, so that's good. Well, glad to be the first. Yes. So we all have our favorite strains. What is what is one of your strain? What is one of your favorite strains that you've sold in the dispensary? Um, we really like the the critical sunsea star that we had um, cultivated by Fuzzy Buds there at our shop. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, but it also made strain of the month there in Alaska leaf, um, and that kind of kind of held a high standard there for for most of us. And um, we actually just got in some new product, but as far as as far as like a really good relaxation um, type strain, that was that was where it was at. I mean, my the uh, the tension in my muscles just completely like dissipated when I um, when I smoked Critical Sensi Star, and it was just super relaxing. I sleep like a baby. Um, I'll yeah. remember that one. I, I've had Sensi Star. I haven't had the Critical. So I will keep that in mind for sure. Yeah, definitely as, a good one. As part of bud tending, are there any dislikes? I mean, it's a super job, but what dislikes do you have of bud tending? Ooh, um, I don't know that I have any necessarily dislikes. Um, I mean, being at the the front door isn't like the funnest because we all kind of like rotate but really that's just part of taking turns and taking turns and being part of the team um right just that initial know. meet and greet huh as they're walking in right carding yeah well it's just it gets really cold right there by the front door sometimes <laughs> but I don't know, oh just na now. nature <laughs> 
place with the gangs up on the land. Make that still kidnap medication. I saw them call that. It's just nature. It has nothing to do with any way you feel. Just it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's really, I haven't come across anything that's been, I mean, a dislike so far. Not good. So, say someone's gonna come bud tending with you tomorrow. What is, what are two or three rules that you're gonna say? These are rules that you have to have. These are rules that you have to live by as bud tender. Uh, well, you need to know your products for sure. Um, and I mean, even if it's just the basic knowledge of them, um, kind of the effects that they provide, you really need to have an understanding of that just so that you can point consumers in the right direction. I mean, you don't want somebody to, that normally, you know, comes in and says, hey, you know, I've been known to have anxiety, and then you're giving them a straight on full sativa, like, nonetheless, with high THC, and that could give them a really bad anxiety attack. So it's just really being knowledgeable about your products and what you're giving to consumers. Yes, people are asking, aren't they? You are the, you are the first ed line of education. They're asking, what do, what do you like? What do, what do you recommend? All those things, right? Oh, right. And I mean, even, um, I mean, we have a little bit older gener generation as far as our like study demographic goes. And a lot of them, they don't, they don't know what concentrates are, you know, they're, they're seeing like good old fashioned hash, which, I have yet to actually have seen in our stores yet. And there's like, what is this? And you, you have to explain this product to them and they're just, they're blown away. Nonetheless, how to consume it. Oh, it's um, scary bringing that piece of fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, um, something else. Well, good. What else? Uh, so you have know your product. Uh, know your product. Make sure you're compliant. Um, that's a really key, uh, I think, honestly, that would be the most important um, component as far as um, how strict our industry is. I mean, if you're not compliant, then, you know, that puts you at risk at being shut down or, you know, fined at the least. Um, it and, doesn't matter how good of a bud tender you are, does it, Victoria, if you're not, if the door, if the door gets shut? The door shut. All right. You can't tell them that. If you don't want to call it that call it that indie Copy call me bony dinna chalice mash it in the paper Lord, that's how me love me ganja Yes, I'm a ganja planter Call me the ganja farmer Deep down in the earth where we put the ganja So it's, you know, about being compliant and knowing your laws and knowing the right regulations and just following what's set in stone there Alright, good any positive stories to share, like customers coming in, or what? what's something that you can really come away with as being a bud tender? Um, just educating people, really. I mean, right now in our state, we're not even allowed to carry CBDs, but we can always educate people on where to go get CBDs, you know, or their effects, or being able to just talk about CBDs and the benefits that they provide um, is really, it's, you can just kind of see the, the light in their eyes of like, wow, there's hope right now kind of thing. When you, when you talk about those products with them, 
um, a lot of people just want relief or to relax and it's, it's we have such a large demographic it's absolutely it's a beautiful industry all types are coming through aren't there oh yeah most definitely i mean from different age range to race to just different people in general different characteristics and so you really have to um you really have to be flexible to adjust to that and um, be able to communicate with i mean and people that might not speak english as well and you have to find a way to kind of communicate with them on you know what they're looking for so it, there's challenges but it's definitely fun and it leaves it room for for growth. Oh, great. Well, well, Victoria, I, w I want to thank you for coming on. You've definitely proven why you're on that list of top bud tenders. Anything you want, why don't you tell us a little bit about the dispensary you work at as you leave and um, anything else you want to share? Um, well, I work for Enlighten Alaska. We're at um, 2600 Bernard Road here in Anchorage, right across from um, Chilkoot Charlie's windmill parking lot there. Um, we carry a good selection of flour, concentrates. Um, we have edibles as well. We even keep um, a good size pipe selection so that if we have, you know, somebody who hasn't consumed in many years, they have the availability to get what they need all in one place and have the availability to consume. So it's definitely... Um, yeah, stop by and see us. You can check out our menus and stuff on Weed Maps. It's kind of what everybody's using right now so that you kind of know what we have for availability and, um, and to see who's even out there and who's coming online. Summer tour should be great. I can't wait till summer tour. Hitting oh, all you guys, I, meeting I you guys. Yeah, and yeah, there's there's a lot of good, good events going on this summer, it sounds like, so we'll be getting all kinds of people. Well... Thank you again for coming on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Um, best of best of luck to you and to the industry. And I, I think we're going to see amazing things happen here. Oh, you know it. Thank you. All much. Right. And I'm, let's let's go out on a toke. Hit hit yours. Oh, yeah. I'm going to hit mine. And uh, All right. yeah, thanks again. This it's been a fun yeah, one. Thank you, man. Yeah, you too. So why is 420 so important to the stoner? I've been hearing about it for a long time. It's 420, time to smoke. April 20th, it's a special day. Uh, let us contemplate this as I take a hit of this mind warp. Mm. Not mind warp, memory loss. Celebration, festivities. Let's find out the history of 420. 
According to Time Magazine last year, April 19th, 2016, Olivia Waxman, here's the real reason we associate 420 with weed. Both marijuana smokers and non-smokers recognize April 20th or 420 as a national holiday for cannabis culture, but few actually know how the date got chosen. Some say 420 is code among police officers for marijuana smoking in progress. That's what I always thought. Some note 420 is also Adolf Hitler's birthday. Frank Turney said that yesterday. And some go as far as to cite Bob Dylan's song, Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35 inch, because 12 multiplied by 35 equals 420. But, to put it bluntly, those rumors are false. The most credible story traces the date to Marin County, California. In 1971, five students at San Rafael High School would reportedly meet at 420 by the campus's statue of chemist Louis Pasteur to partake. Two of these students, David Reddix and Steve Capper, wrote an article for the Huffington Post about how this group known as the Waldos, because they met at a wall, would say 420 to each other as code for marijuana. A brother of a group member apparently knew Grateful Dead bassist Phil Lesh, so the band is said to have helped popularize the term. December 28, 1990, Deadheads in Oakland handed out flyers reportedly inviting people to smoke 420 on April 20th at 4.20 p.m., and one got in the hands of Steve Bloom, a former reporter for High Times Magazine, an authority on cannabis culture. Once the publication published the flyer in 1991 and continued to reference the number, it became known globally for its association with marijuana. In 1998, the outlet recognized the Waldos as the inventors of 420 after they came forward. Bloom, now the publisher of CelebStoner.com, has credited the people who wrote the flyer for the date's reputation as an annual gathering of pot smokers. They wanted people all over the world to get together on one day each year and collectively smoke pot at the same time, he wrote last year. They birthed the idea of a stoner holiday, which April 20th has become. Mm, thank you, guys. Ah, Yeah, get another one. Get another one in on that. I know there's been times when I haven't had weed, and at 420 I can take a collective hit and know someone out there is getting high. Let's see what's going on in Fairbanks here on 420. Two events that I know of going on in Fairbanks to 420. So over at Pakalolo Supply Company on 420, say the very first 420 with legal and safe access to cannabis in Fairbanks. They're extending their hours, featuring new pre-rolls from Alaska cannabis cultivators. Mmm, they've got the Snow White and the Afghan Gooey. Mmm, I really like that Afghan Gooey. I picked some of that up from Frozen Buds. Mmm, good stuff. And we'll be joined by Between the Bonds, AK Frostbite Foods and Joe's Oven. Slanging the best munchies around. Alright, that's going to be a fun event. Food truck celebration at Pacalolo. Mm, nice. 1 to 8. 1851 Fox Avenue. Nice. Maybe we'll do a stop by. Maybe do some broadcasting from there. Check it out. Over at Dab Lab, Alaska. It's the place, they say, for the 420 celebration. 
First 150 people eat lunch on them. Best barbecue in town provided by Bad to the Bone. Live DJ action from your boy Red Dot. 20% off store-wide, 30% off select items. First 30 people that spend $100 get a grab bag valued between $10 and $100. And everyone that spends over $100 gets entered in a drawing for a new piece valued over $100. Store opens at 10. Food and music start at noon. Tell all your friends. Feel free to share, they say. All right. Maybe I'll be down there, too. And at the Blue Loom, Cheech and Chong up in smoke. On-site consumption. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on this special showcase edition of Far North Toker. Please take time to vote for your favorite butt tender at gocannabisclassic.com slash vote. Find me on Facebook, Mid Toker, and farnorthtokers.com. Sick!